This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And a very pleasant good Saturday afternoon, almost, to you guys out there in listener land. A very active weekend in store for Pittsburgh sports fans, and a big one in so many ways. Bob Pompiani here with you for the next couple of hours. Sean Myers is back taking your calls behind the glass at 412-928-9370. That's also the number of the Edgar Snyder & Associates fan text line. Edgar Snyder & Associates always reminds you to text responsibly. Our show is brought to you by Number One Cochran. Check out 24-7 with Expressway at Cochran.com. Also, PNC Bank make today the day. Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone's talking about. A great place to watch sports. Of course, Ireland Contracting, home of the nightly sports calling. You heard Josh Taylor say that uh, he'll be doing that later tonight at 10.35. We do that show every single night of the week. It's also simulcast on 93.7 The Fan. Man, I got to tell you. Uh, the Penguins are in a heap of trouble right now. Who would have thought at this point they'd fall all the way down to 11th in the East? That's pretty much what they are. They've lost four in a row, none worse than Thursday night, 7-2 to two to the Edmonton Oilers. And in a game that wasn't even that close. I thought that would wake them up a little bit, having Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl and that uh, high-octane team in town, that they would raise their level of play, especially after three straight division losses. But no. It's gotten worse, and the Penguins find themselves in a predicament right now because if you look at the wild card standings, you know, first of all, Carolina, New Jersey, New York, they're going to be the first three seeds. So then it becomes wild card. Two available. Right now, the Islanders have overtaken the Penguins. So have the Buffalo Sabres, who won last night. Craig Anderson was outstanding last night for the Sabres, 41 saves as they beat the Florida Panthers. So it's Islanders in the number one wild card with 67 points. Buffalo is 64. Detroit also has 64. I said on Cook and Joe two weeks ago that I expected Buffalo and Detroit to be the two wildcard teams. And I know that those teams are playing well. They're younger, they're faster, and they're better right now than the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, Florida has dipped to four behind Detroit. Then it's the Penguins and Washington. The Penguins have 63 points. That's four behind the Islanders. But the Penguins do have five games in hand over the Islanders. The Sabres have the same amount of games played as the Penguins. So do Detroit Red Wings. So that means the Penguins, even with those in games played, and they're one point behind each. They got a significant game today against the St. Louis Blues team that uh, has been selling off assets for sure. They're in a rebuild. The Penguins should be able to take advantage of that. But, man, desperation should be sitting in at this point. They got back-to-back games this weekend against St. Louis, and then Tampa Bay comes here. And, of course, you know how good they are. So that's a busy weekend for the Penguins. They haven't been good on back-to-backs, especially the second end of back-to-back games. And that's the challenge today. 
Um, they've got to come up with four points, I think, on this weekend. Win today, win tomorrow. And can they do it? The bigger question, March 3rd, that's coming up. Next week, March 3rd trade deadline. We saw the Capitals, who sit one point behind the Penguins, go into a sell-off a little bit, making trades, getting rid of some salary, acquiring draft picks. The question today is at 412-928-9370. Make sure you call that. Uh, what should the Penguins do at this point? You can stand pat, which is, I think, their only option, to be honest. You can be all in and make moves, but how do you do that with so many no-trade clauses and partial no-trade clauses? Or you can sell off themselves. Ron Hextall made it pretty clear the other day that they are not in the business of doing that, given what they did over the summer. And a lot of what they did over the summer was a mistake. Uh, specifically, if you're going to bring back those three players, and Crosby was going to be here no matter what, but Latang and Malkin on longer term, you needed to figure out ways to get younger beneath them. Instead, they got older. Uh, Jeff Carter, midway through last season, got a two-year extension, and he has just been not very good at all. In fact, terrible. He hasn't done anything to make you wonder why they gave him $3 million a year for two years. Kasperi Kapanen now waived. Why did Ron Hextall see enough in him to give him a two-year, six-plus-million-dollar deal? And now, if he does clear waivers, and I can't imagine that he won't, he should be back in the Penguins in Wilkes-Barre, Scranton. You know, and that's, that's where it's going to be for him. Uh, he hasn't put up enough numbers. Teddy Bluger has regressed. McGinn hasn't had a point. I don't even know how many games it's been for him. It's over 20 for sure. Uh, and Petrie's a higher-end guy. They brought in over $6 million. Ruta they gave money to. He's been injured. Everything that Ron Hextall has done over the past several months has basically been a failure. Uh, he should have been able to figure out different ways to acquire different things. He even gave Casey DeSmith a two-year deal to be the backup. Uh, there are other options out there at the time. Bottom line is, he's on the hot seat, and he should be on the hot seat. And if they don't make the playoffs, I would expect Ron Hextall to lose his job. We'll see what happens, but it starts today with a 3.30 uh, game in St. Louis. Other stuff going on. you got Pitt and Syracuse today, and that's a big one as well. It is because Pitt, right now at 20-8, 13-4, sellout crowd today expected at the Peterson Event Center for Syracuse. Syracuse in their last two games against Clemson and Duke have lost by double digits each. They're not very good. And Jim Behine has opened his mouth a few times about how he thinks Pitt and others have circumvented the system, basically, and, you know, gone out and gotten money, paid for players, whatever. Well, guess what, Jim Beheim? It's the NIL. It's the transfer portal. It has now come to roost. What you did before, and it got yourself suspended and also uh, lost games because what you did, you did it before it was even illegal. So he should, and he, of course, he apologized. It doesn't matter. He said what he said, and I'm sure the zoo will be all over Jim Mayhem today. The Panthers are six-point favorites. They can get a double bye if they win and Duke loses today. They also can win the regular season if they win out. They have next week a Wednesday game against Notre Dame, Mike Bray's final game there, uh, and then it's at Miami, which will be a tough one for them. And that could be very much for the uh, top spot uh, there in the ACC. West Virginia, number three, Kansas. West Virginia beat them earlier this year. I don't know if they'll be able to do that. Uh, again, actually, no, I don't think they did. It was TCU beat Kansas. That's right. Jamie Dixon's team did that. Anyway, we've got a lot to get into, and I even haven't even mentioned Steeler offseason moves, which we will do, of course, as time goes on. And also the Pirates opening up today with the RSN deals falling apart for them and the Penguins. That's a very interesting and very worthwhile development to talk about. Right now, let's go out to the phone lines. Again, it's 412-928-937. We have George from Ligonier. Hello, George. Bob, how are you? Yeah, what's going on? Uh, concerning the Penguins, I think it's kind of obvious 
what the problem is. You mentioned they haven't been very good in back-to-backs. Um, Third-period leads disappearing, and their age. The longer the season goes, the more the age factor comes in. I hate to say it cause I love the Pens, but I'm not optimistic about them making the postseason. Any so what do they that? do, George? What would you do if you were Ron Hextall? Well, it's too late for that. When they extended Latang and Gino, it, that kind of sealed the deal. They're stuck for, what, the next two, three years with what they've got? Because salary cap, like you said, no trade contracts. Hextall is appearing more and more to have been a horrible move. That's all, you know, that's all I have to say. Well, you said a lot there, George. I thank you for the call. And, you know, I think their only way to do anything right now is to just stand pat and then readdress everything in the offseason when you can have more time to think about trades you might be able to finagle. Now, in a week's time, I don't know if you can get certain players to agree to drop no trade clauses. Uh, they don't have many movable assets, to be honest. Gensel and Russ potentially could be those guys. Um, but I, I don't know even right now if they'd be willing to do it or what you can get in return. Uh, Hextall has said he doesn't want to trade his number one pick. If that's the case, then then sell off. Then try to do whatever you can because it ain't working right now. And I, even though this team is getting old, I thought the Malkin situation, they should have traded him when they still had him under contract two years ago, three years ago, whatever it was. That's when you needed to make a move. Uh, and Malkin is fine, still a point-per-game producer. He hasn't been one of their problems, but he hasn't also been the kind of guy who is capable, as he once was, of lifting this team uh, on stretches of games. He just isn't. And they should have should have gotten ahead of that one more so. And even Latang, if you wanted to do it, they could have done that. And they chose to double down, keep them all here. And that's fine. Except now it is an aging out situation. And not only that, if you get no support, it, it would be different if their bottom six were doing something, but they're doing nothing. And when you don't do anything to support those guys, those guys can't do it all by themselves as they once did. And their goaltending has been suspect. It needs to be better. There's so many issues that I don't, you know, you got to worry about Tristan Jari now. They don't really have an answer in their system. What do they do with him? Are you willing to give him money? Are you willing to double down and say he's our future guy, even though he's been injured quite a bit? I don't know that you want to do that. It is a difficult situation. 412-928-937, we got Chuck in Uniontown joining us right now. What's up, Chuck? Good morning, Bob. So good to talk to you. Again, I don't get a good chance to talk to you, Chuck. I night. haven't heard your voice in a long time. Yeah, but- but I'm back, and by the way, best to Lisa and Celine, too. Yeah. Thank you. Hope all of you are doing well. I have three quick points I'd like to ask you. Number one, what's your, what's your prediction for the Pirates this year? Number two, what's going to happen to the Pirates and Penguins television contracts? And number three, would, would the Penguins be in this position if Jim Rutherford was still the GM? Thank you. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate it. Those are all good questions. Number one, uh, it's funny. I, I'm not one of these guys that's come up with a number for how a season's going to go. I know Ron Cook and Joe Starkey give me grief for this. Uh, I would just tell you that the over and under number of 67, I would go over. Can they be better than what anyone expects here in terms of competing for a wild card? Potentially. And here's why. 
They do have some starting pitching, which I'm optimistic about. Mitch Keller, who opens up today against Lee uh, Park against Toronto, he finally has realized, I think, his enormous potential. Took a while, but maybe he could be the ace. If he is, Ronzi Contreras is another guy. Again, all of this has to work out, and they have to, to produce. But he looks like he has a lot of talent. JT Brubaker, up and down, inconsistent. If he can level it off and be a, a pretty good, uh, consistent starter, fine. Uh, the guy I'm most excited about is Aviedo, the guy they got along with, I think it was Malcolm Nunez from the Cardinals and that Jose Quintana and I think it was Chris Stratton deal. You know, he at times last year, look, really, he's only 24, seven starts with the Pirates, really decent ERA. His best game was on, I think, uh, in a late September game against Chicago where he didn't allow any runs in seven innings, no walks, seven strikeouts. Walks have been a problem for him. But if he can put it together, you got veterans like Rich Hill. He's a one-year guy. Vince Velasquez, fine. You could assemble a pretty good five-man or at least a competitive one. Then after that, it's about what your what your players that you expect to produce offensively will do. Hayes has to take a major step forward. Um, you know, O'Neill Cruz has got to become better defensively. And still, you know, he's optimistic about 30, 30, 40, 40. Those are big numbers to throw. I don't know if he can reach that right now. And you have guys in their system who are ready to come up. They need to do it. You need to see Andy Rodriguez, a catcher. All due respect for Austin Hedges, but he's he's just a stopgap. Him or Davis, now, this year, I want to see him. They're number one overall like Davis, man. Without injury, get up here. Show show people that you could be worthy of that pick. So I'm looking at 75 wins max, uh, which is an improvement. I don't know if they can exceed that. We'll see. As far as TV contracts, check. You know, that's a tough situation. TV, uh, RSN business, they're going to go liquidation. They're going to go bankruptcy. So then it's up to Major League Baseball to take away the rights in exchange for not uh, being sued. You know, you want to avoid lawsuits in here. So Major League Baseball probably would take over the rights and then farm it out to local television. So that's something that could be of interest to us at KDK or anyone who wants to do it. So um, that's something to watch, but it's happening very fast. And I feel bad for all the people that I know at AT&T Sports Network because they're going to be right in the middle of all of this. And as far as Jim Rutherford, he would have done something. I don't know if it would have been better or good. Uh, it would have been probably better because he's more of a uh, a gambler in this kind of situation. And some of the moves he made in 16 and 17 really did help. But he also w- was aided greatly by the previous GM, Ray Shiro and some of his drafting that resulted in guys coming up younger guys. They do not have an influx of talent in their system right now, and it is a problem. So I hope I covered you, uh, but Hextall is too passive. You've gone from a guy who is willing to do everything to try to win now to a guy who seems to be in the middle of the road trying to do both. You can't do both. When you commit to these guys coming back and their ages, man, you got to make sure that you su- you supplement them with others, and all of his supplemental moves have not been good. 412-928-9370. You can also hit me up on Twitter. It's at KD Pomp. We have a lot to get into. Once again, thank you to PNC Bank, number one Cochran. Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman, Iron Rock Tap House and Ireland Contracting. We have more calls coming up on the way. Sean Myers will take them. In the meantime, as we go to break, I want to remind you about Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman because it is not only uh fall or i mean spring coming up in the season there and everything that comes with it we've already had so much spring rather it's like we never had winter but anyway a new season is upon us it's the dreaded tax season so here's a question for you the irs gave you a choice to pay 40 percent of your income or 25 percent. what would you choose well it's obviously a no-brainer why would you give anyone else 15 percent when you don't need to you choose 25 percent. so why then would anyone choose a law firm that charges 40 percent of their personal injury settlement 
when the law firm chosen by Pittsburgh City Paper Readers is the best attorneys in Pittsburgh. They'll represent you for only 25%. That's Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Uh, not only is their fee 25%, all their calls, their consultations are free. They front all the costs, including medical records and expert opinions. Never any fees or costs unless a recovery is made. The attorneys whose names are on the door, who live in this area exclusively, they're involved in your case. And most importantly, their success rate is 99.7%. So yes, it is a no-brainer. Why would you call anyone else when you suffer an injury and it's not your fault? Call Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, 1-888-98-TWINS. They really do have your back and not your wallet. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Peters Township. You can also visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. Once again, thank you to number one, Cochrane. You always can ride in style with them. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. PNC Bank, make today the day. Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about. And we're talking about the Penguins, Pitt, anything you want to get into with the Pirates. Uh, good to hear from Chuck in Uniontown. Haven't heard from him in a while. He sounds great. Right now, we're going up to New Jersey. We have Ryan. Who wants to join us and talk hockey? I'm sure he's a very passionate Penguin fan. What's up, Brian? Uh, I don't know, Bob. Uh, so <laughs> I just saw the breaking the breaking news about them losing their uh, RSN. That's not good news either. But we'll we'll get to that probably another time. Um, so I, I mean, they have to. I, I don't know. What do you do with this? Ron Hextall is going to be fired, right? So do you let him run the trade deadline? Do you fire him now and let Burke run the work the phones for four days or five days or whatever? I, there's there's really nowhere to go with this roster. I mean, this is you know they they did you know they gave Latang the six year deal, which looks like an awful deal. They gave Malkin whatever the four year deal. That's going to be bad. I, I there's, there's nowhere to go with this. I think the best the best chance they have is to punt on the season this year. Try to maybe move what they can to get some picks, get some assets to maybe try to just recenter over the summer and try to give it another shot next year. But like trying to trade for, for ads right now is, is pointless. It's just, not no, I think, I think I, Ryan, my, my answer is stay pat for now because there's not, as you said, there's in a week's time, you can't do anything. 
and I don't yeah. think you're going to get the kind of offers you should. It, it, you regroup at this, you know, you say, okay, keeping this roster the way it is, try to make a push, try to get in there. It's still attainable to get in. Uh, although the way they're playing, you wonder. Point is, in the end of the season, readdress it all. And because you have Malkin and Latang under contract, if there's a way to move one of them and get something, if you have to eat yeah. some money or whatever you have to do, you can be creative. I'm just saying, they got to do something at some point if this doesn't work because they their system is kind of bereft of talent. What do you have in their minor leagues that makes you think any one of them can come up here and be a good player? Well, there is it because they traded all their draft picks for years and they didn't develop anybody. They didn't they didn't really hit big on like college free agents or anything like that. So, I mean, but look at what they need. I mean, they need a goaltender. They don't have a goal. Like you can't sign Jari long term. They need a goaltender. They're going to need at least another defensive pair. You know, they're going to need four new forwards somewhere. Like this is yeah. Like they put themselves really in a tough line because. Even the people that say, like, well, they could have traded Malkin four years ago and gotten good assets, which they could have, and they could have done that. But who are you building around now? I mean, you've got a 35-year-old and a 36-year-old. Okay. Well, you don't build around those guys. You're just playing out the straight. So, I mean, and the other thing that really worries me, but the Hexel didn't really tick me off. I, I know he's a bad GM from Philly. He's, he's just a bad GM. He didn't need a second chance, but they gave him one. Okay, so you cut your losses. But the rumor they floated in the middle of the week that a high-salary guy was available for trade, and I'm laughing out loud saying it's Petrie because he's the new guy and he's got a big salary. That is the dumbest, most obvious GM for dumb, dummies leak in history. Oh, Petrie's available <laughs> because he stinks, because we can't fit him in. I mean, like, come on, Ron. Like, use your brain here. Is everybody else out there that stupid that they're going to fall for something like that? Like, Kapanen. Like, nobody's going to trade for him. They're not going to sign him off waivers. It, it just it is what it is at this point. And the one, the other other thing, the other problem they have is Sullivan. So Sullivan signed for what, like four more seasons, I think, five more seasons. Yep, he's got his he's got his contract hitched on with those other guys. Yes. Now he was a young coach in Boston, but he was fired in Boston for being a stubborn goat. That's what he was fired for for doing what he said, and nobody liked it. And no, he wouldn't he wouldn't bring new guys in. He didn't. He wanted to play the way he wanted to play. So here he is, 15 years later in Pittsburgh. He signed forever. The idea that they, you know, that I know Rossi was saying this thing about, oh, they were going to trade for Chikrin, and and the coaches wanted it. So Sullivan wanted Chikrin. Okay, I don't want Sullivan bringing guys in. I don't want his guys because his system is going to fall apart here. It already has fallen apart. They got to start over again in a couple of years. So what? What good? I got you. Bring you like a guy. Right, you make good points, and they're, and they're in. Yeah. The, it's stuck in the middle with you. You know, that's what it is. They're stuck at this point. I don't see much that they can do in the next week. Let's go out to Steve in Baldwin, who joins us right now on the Fan Hotline, Bob Pompiani Show. Hello, Steve. The long term, like everybody, but I'm looking at the short term just to get them into the playoffs, what they might try to do. Uh, they seem to be able to get some goals in the first two periods. Uh, they're leading into the third, but then they lose all those goals. Why not employ the left-wing lock after you get a one- or two-goal lead and hold on to that as best as you can to see if you can help the goaltender behind you and don't let those breakaways get out of there. Those, uh, I know the other night, uh, uh, 2-9 or either, uh, he on the radio, he, he berated the Penguins for losing uh, the, the leads or giving up a goal right after they score a goal. So going to that lockdown, I think Bob Johnson used that years ago in one of the Penguin series with the uh, Capitals, and it got him. He won the series as well. Yeah. It was kind of Mario Lemieux's idea, though, and he was the man who came up with it. The point is, that I don't even know if you need that. What you need is 
learning and knowing how to play with a lead. It doesn't have to be locked down. It has to be make sure you just take care of it. And I don't know. They want to play their style. They want to pinch from the point. I can't tell you how many times, and to your point, with the lead, their defensemen are coming in deeper than they should. It leads to odd man breaks. The goalies take a lot of the heat and criticism, and that's fine, except that their coverage in front of their goalies has been terrible all season long. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I, I just wanted them to do something to try to change something in their system because they don't seem – and if they don't respond, then you start uh, giving some bench time to people or, or doing something to, to – Well, I would have done that earlier. That's one thing that Mike Sullivan, he's a veteran-laden coach. Whenever he gets guys up from his system, he never uses them very much. It's taken Drew O'Connor forever to get even a couple more minutes than he did last year. I'd rather have that guy flying around out there. They bring up John Gruden. He gets three minutes. They send him back down. If you're going to do it, do it. Bring guys up. Let them play. They should have done it earlier in the season instead of relying on some of these guys, knowing that they've been awful on back-to-backers. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate the call at 412-928-9370. We got Ted in Mount Washington right now on the fan hotline. What's up, Ted? What's going on, Bob? I'm good, and you? Oh, fantastic! Living that American dream, man. Hey, real, real quick about the Penguins. You brought something excellent about uh, Sully. He doesn't like. I, I guess I don't know what it is. When it comes to young players, he sucks. I mean, he doesn't like to play them. He doesn't like to develop them. Uh, I, I don't get it. Uh, that's always been a knock on him. Uh, I don't know what that is. Also, Jim Rutherford. Uh, I think the last guy hit it on the head. I think that's what got him fired. Um, he wanted to make major moves, and the old ownership didn't want to move. And uh, that was I, in uh, – uh, I, I haven't ruled that out at all. I think he's one of those guys who would have done that. And he might have been the guy who wanted to trade Malkin before anyone else did. And maybe that was the right move that was never made. Uh, with regard to Sullivan, I will counter that. And, and I do think he is – he leads – you know, and defers to veteran players. But back in 16, 17, he was not afraid. But again, the difference was these guys had talent. Brian Russ came up, Tom Kunakel came up, Wilson came up, Gensel came up. They all had talent. That's the thing that's missing right now in their system. And he may not be willing to tr- to trust guys because he hasn't seen it. When those guys came up back in those two years, they were key parts of their success. And they played big minutes on lower, you know, on third and fourth lines mostly. But you, you got to have that, and they don't have it right now. And they're, you know, McGinn, I don't know why he, you know, term. He got a long-term contract. What has he done? Uh, Kapanen gets two years. They finally decide that's not, and he should have known that prior to signing him. There have been a lot of moves that have not been good made by this general manager. Oh, you're right about that. And also, the ownership. I'm be honest. I'm scared about this ownership. I didn't like him when they took over. I still don't like him now. There's no direction. There's no vision. Why is it? Yeah, here's the thing about them. They're so invested in Fenway Sports. If you look at their avatar of uh, the guy who's in in charge, John Henry, you won't see a mention at all about the Penguins. And he owns that, too. Uh, So, you know, bottom line is, I don't know. They're never around. You really don't get a chance to talk to anyone. If I were to suggest, I would have the owner show up once in a while and make a statement. Uh, because he's not familiar to Pittsburgh fans. They don't know who he is, and you wonder what direction they're going in. But thank you for the call, man. I appreciate it, Ted. I want to squeeze one more in here, um, Sean. We're going to go to Rick in New Kensington before we go to break, and we have Paul on the line. So hang on, Paul, but Rick, you're up first. Hey, uh, I want to mention the Pirates uh, TV deal, but you know what? I'm with that last caller. <clears throat> the uh, Fenway Group is uh, seemingly a corporate uh, ownership, and I'm, I'm very suspect of them. Hey, the Pirates uh, – what? Wh- 
might not be on TV, but the fan and KDK and Odyssey, they should actually cut them from the radio too because who even listens to spring training games on top of it? I mean, who cares to listen to them? And I actually uh, I don't like when they cut into the uh, programming on the uh, KDK to listen to the crappy Pirates. I mean, they got to be like 10 people to listen. I mean, it's not even worth it. Well, you know, I don't know if there's a deal done between uh, the fan yet and the Pirates, and I think that's something they've been working on. Uh, and I would agree in spring training games. But, again, they're trying to, you know, you move programming, you sell stuff. Regular season's a different thing, especially if they can be better. Um, but so far, I don't know. But I it's do, I do air, think. It's a waste of air time, Bob. Well, yeah, but, I mean, but I, come on. what are you going to do? Not not do it anywhere? People, when you say a waste of air time, yeah. the ratings when they play well, I can show you back in the day, uh, you know, they were enormous. And it helped this radio station uh, become what it is when in 13, 14, and 15. get that no was, coverage at all. They should even get headlines in a, in a, on a trip in the Post-Gazette there. They should be treated well, like, a, like a Pony League team in uh, North Hills somewhere. I mean, you can say that, but people still have uh, information they seek, and this is the way to do it. But thanks for the call. I, hey, listen, um, I, I think it's time for Bob Nutting to do an interview. I've said that since last year. We've made requests. You know, I mean, get, get face it, talk about it, whatever. It can't just be casually uh, a quote here and there you throw out at a charity event. Uh, you got to do it, and he should do it. He should attack it head on. And uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about and why they won't spend it, why Brian Reynolds still doesn't have a contract. I'm sorry. Um, he's he's a 28-year-old kid who still, I think, has his best days ahead of him. And they seem to think that, too. So just pay whatever, and it's less than the market. The market is higher. He's, I think, willing to go lower. Um, shouldn't take this long. 412-928-9370. Paul, hang on. We're going to get to you to start the next uh, segment. In the meantime, I want to also tell you about a great place you can watch sports. If you're not familiar with Iron Rock Tap House, you should be. It's in front of the Westmoreland Mall in Greensburg, adjacent to the Live Casino. Now, if you're from Greensburg, I'm sure you get there. You should go there. And when you do, you'll come back for more. But if you want to make a little drive and get there, it is well worth it. Iron Rock Tap House, it's not a chain restaurant. There are a lot of those around. This is different. It's a unique locally owned restaurant and bar that focuses on delivering the highest quality of food, expertly prepared and served in a beautiful atmosphere, trendy, a modern vibe. They got all the best beer, wine selections, 10,000 square feet of indoor space. You got two floors of bars, fire pits everywhere. Got live music on several nights of the week. And their chef, Arnold Ivy, is one of the best around. Telling you, if you want a great time to watch some great sporting events, you got March Madness coming up and all this other stuff, go to Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. And here they are online, ironrocktaphouse.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back as we continue live until 1 o'clock here on Sports Radio 93.7. The fan, Sean Myers, handling all the ones and the twos in your phone calls at 412-928-9370. Big thank you to our sponsors. Number one, Cochrane Shop 24-7 with Expressway. PNC Bank, make today the day. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, they got your back, not your wallet. Iron Rock Tap House, come see what everyone's talking about in Greensburg. And Ireland Contracting, home of the nightly sports call, which you can see again tonight at 1035. Josh Taylor will be handling that one. It's also simulcast on the fan. So the question now is sell-off, add-on, stand pat on the Pittsburgh Penguins. What would you do? Let's see what Paul would do. Paul, thank you for joining us. What's going on today? Hi, Paul. I'm, I'm actually calling about the uh, Pirates. Is that okay? okay. Sure. Um, I want to. I want to tell you. I appreciate your show and your insight. Thank you, Paul. I uh, appreciate you calling. <laughs> I'm. I, I'm. Thank you. I'm optimistic. Uh, last year, uh, I was interested in the Pirates, and I have to admit that when Key Brian Hayes took his glove off and started eating uh, seeds. Uh, while the ball was still in play, I couldn't take it anymore. I just totally gave up interest. However, this year, I'm, I'm optimistic. Uh, I'm thinking uh, with bringing uh, McCutcheon back, uh, with what he'll add on the field and in the clubhouse, uh, I think the younger players will watch him as an example. And I really think that uh, with the – uh, seasoning of some of the pitchers. Uh, I think the Pirates uh, will do better this year than last year, and I am very interested. Well, uh, that's, you know, they better do better than last year and the year before. Those are off, awful seasons of 100 losses. Um, I, I gauge this year on what I see from these players, the young players specifically. The only way I'm going to be excited about any of this is if I see Hayes, really, you know, take a next step in a big way. If I see O'Neill Cruz, do it. If I see Castro or whomever will end up in second base, because they got a bunch of them in their minor league system. Uh, first base, who knows? I mean, Santana's there kind of here and there. G-Man Troy, veteran guys. They got to still find an answer at first base. I want to see their catchers. I want to see Andy Rodriguez. He has high upside. Or Henry Davis. Those are your two catchers of the future. I want to see them push aside Austin Hedges. I want to see young guys take over on the pitching staff. Oviedo. I want to see Contreras become a legit guy. If this can happen, then regardless of their win total, Paul, I think I would be inspired for next year. I don't see much this year in terms of just improvement. And if that means 
from, you know, 62 wins or whatever it was to 75, 73, whatever. That would be good. I don't care about numbers, though. I, I want to see improvement on each player that I that I will circle as potential Pirate starters. Well, I certainly understand your points, and I thank you very much. All right, Paul. Have a good day. Thank you for calling. The counselor is on the air right now. He joins us on 93.7 The Fan. Hey, counselor. Hi. Uh, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. Um, my point on the Penguins is this. I, when they, when Malkin was, you know, the negotiations got real uh, tense or whatever you want to call it. My thing was, okay, this is where I would have been pushed going after uh, Vincent Trotrak very hard. I would have, you know, that was my guy to sign even though I like Malkin, but, you know, when he came into the league and everything, he's too much of a turnover machine, and and I realize he's still a point a game, but it, the turnovers are – and there are key times. So Yeah, they're in the offensive they zone have, half the time. Yeah, I mean, especially on the power play. So my thing would have been I would have pushed for the Vincent Trocheck. Having done that, I certainly would have not extended uh, Kasperi Kapanen for three million a year, two years, would have not. I would have probably had it would have been a flip a coin on um, Jeff Carter for two years, though at thirty six. That would have pushed. I said I'll give you a year, but I'm not giving you two. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no I think that six that six million dollars they could have saved on those two deals right there, and you could have gone out right. on free agency and done something with that if you wanted to. Right. And Trocek signed for the same thing Malkin did, although they have Trocheks for eight years, and he's 28. Okay? So, I, yeah, well, I hear you. Yeah, I, 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 mean, just, like, I just don't think that uh, – I don't want to see anybody lose their job, but I don't know that I like Hextall as the uh, general manager going into the future. No, no, I don't. I think I think he may very well lose his job. And, and you know, he's the one who made all these commitments. He's the one who uh, had opportunities to do other things, and and he chose to double down on bringing all these guys back. And uh, and again, the top three don't bother me as much as the, the other guys. That's where money is being wasted, and they don't have much in their system to force those guys out. And they had to play them longer than expected. They're not good in back to backs. All of this is starting to come to roost. Thanks to the call, counselor. Appreciate that at four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. Uh, so the Penguins and the Blues today. The Blues are basically telling you, hey, we're a rebuild team. The Penguins absolutely have to get two regulation points or two in the Western Conference, just get two points, period. And then tomorrow against Tampa, they need two points again. So however you get it, you get it, but you got to come away with four points. As I said, they are now 11th in the Eastern Conference, although in the out in the wild card race, uh, they are just four behind the Islanders and they have five games in hand. So they can make that up. Although games in hand mean they're going to play a lot more games. And as old as they get, I wonder if that's going to hurt them rather than help them. Buffalo and Detroit are the two teams I have earmarked for wild card. I just, they're younger, better. It's about time for Buffalo. They've spent an awful lot of years out of the playoffs. They have a good group. They've made some smart trades and not, and they've drafted well. But again, that's what you're supposed to do when you're down that many years. Detroit, you remember their consecutive playoff streak for how many years? Um, you know, and they had some great players and Pavel Datsuk over there and Zetterberg and others. And, and, and of course, that era ended, and they've been struggling to get back since. It's not easy. Uh, and the Penguins right now are, are right in the middle. And, you know, tear it apart. No, they chose to bring it back. And it could be a long time uh, before you see them as an elite team again. Hopefully that, that 
you know, that uh, will be a minimal amount of time and they can somehow figure out a way, but it's going to take shrewd moves by the general manager and the upper management team. 412-928-9370. Let's go out to Jeff in Monroeville. Hey, Jeff. Good morning, Mr. Pompey. Uh, I, I just wanted to say, uh, I've been watching the Penguins since I was a little kid. And, uh, you know, I, I love the players, but never above the team. I'm just wondering, you know, I, I watched Ron, Ron Hextall chase Robbie Brown on the ice. You think he's, like, trying to get, get back at the Penguins for – I mean, I, I have a feeling that he's no. just sabotaging them. It seems well, like sabotaging them within. First of all, I don't know, and, and I, this is not second-guessing on my part, because I, I was curious why they even hired him in the first place. He doesn't have a good track yeah. record uh, as being a GM, especially with Philadelphia. Now, he went to L.A. in a different capacity, but – uh, I don't know that he would have been my choice, and I don't understand why that choice was made, to be honest with you. But now here they are, uh, and no, he's not doing that. He has his own behind to try to save right now and the money that comes with it. So he's not doing anything like what you suggested. He may just not be good enough to get this out. He's too apprehensive to make deals. Sometimes you've got to be willing to just gamble a little bit, and he looks like he's he's rather you know stock up draft picks and try to draft well, but he hadn't, he didn't do that well in Philadelphia either. Yeah. And, and the other thing I was wondering that the Tom Fitzpatrick in, in New Jersey right now, why, why did he push yeah. him out or Fitzgerald? I'm sorry. Why well, did he, why I, did I he push know. him out? I don't know the backstory with that. I have no idea if it's just an opportunity he wanted or they just decided to move on. Don't know. Um, but he seems like a very, very, uh, you know, sound hockey mind. All, everything he did, or help do here in Pittsburgh, and then look at New Jersey now. I mean, well, so is so be, is Billy Garen, right? Just like Billy Garen, he wanted his own team to take over, and he got an opportunity. And and those guys are all under Jim Rutherford, um, and they they took great chances uh, to you know they wanted to be part of another team and see what they can do as the as the lead man. It wasn't going to happen here in Pittsburgh, so they you know they got opportunities elsewhere. That happens. But well, um, one more question, know. one more question for you, Bob. Do you now now? Do you think that does uh, uh, oh, his name just slipped my mind right now? The guy never ties his tie. The other the other guy is helping. You know, Ryan Burke. Operations. Burke, yeah, Burke, yeah. that's right. What what exactly is he doing? And, and hopefully, whenever you know they finally mend the fences and get rid of get rid of Hexall, because I was at the game the other night when they were chanting, and I couldn't believe it. I've, I've been to hundreds of Penguin games since I was a kid. And other than uh, Yager's first game back, which I was there for, people booing him, and I was one of the ones clapping him. I mean, he he helped the Penguins get where where they needed to be in the nineties. I mean, yeah. it wasn't his fault he got forced out. You know, partially. Well, to answer your question, I think Brian Burke is is more of a community guy. Although he made some shrewd deals when he was with Vancouver and out there in a different capacity, maybe he should have more say in what's going on here. I'm not sure how that works between those two. But whatever it is, it's not working well right now. And they find themselves, again, my, my thing would be stand pat. Just see if you can get in with who you have. And if you can't, then, then reassess everything in the end of the season. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. We got to go to a break here. We have more coming up another hour, 1 o'clock for me. So if you have something you'd like to talk about, call 412-928-9370. I'm talking too much about the Steelers. A lot of people wonder about Mitch Trubisky. I've gone on record as saying I want a guy like that as a backup, and I don't care what it costs because the backup plays a lot in the NFL, especially with young quarterbacks. Maybe you can settle on someone else. Maybe uh, Jacoby Brissett, 
is somebody you like. Uh, but, you know, the bottom line is you're going to pay five to six to eight million dollars on some of these guys who are veterans. So you have a guy here. He seems to be well liked by teammates and coaches. He may not be happy being a backup, but I think he knows how to handle that situation. Also, Jalen Ramsey. It looks like the Rams are going to move on from him. You have Taylor Lewan, who I would never want just because he's injured more than he plays. A lot of people think they could just bring him in and sign him and he can be the answer at left tackle. You know, I don't. I, I'd rather just get some younger people there if I can and draft them. And I still think that's one of their, if not top needs, it has to be addressed on the first two picks. 412-928-9370, that is the number to call. We'll be back with more. we got a Sean Myers update and more of your calls until 1 o'clock. Right now, it's the Bob Pompiani Show reminding you about fan weather, which will tell you that it's brought to you by... Sun Chevrolet, Silverados, and Colorados are back in stock with a great selection. You can stop in or stop online at sunchevy.com. And so today, what you have? Well, it's 47 degrees is the high, a little overcast, low of 23. I think we're going to get a steady dose of 50s for the next several days, which is still much better than we normally get. We haven't had much of a winter to speak of, and I I know a lot of ski slope people are very upset about that, but hey. Uh, there hasn't been much snow at all, and it doesn't look like in the next couple of days that's going to be a situation as well. Van Weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. More calls on the way. Sean Myers update up next, right here on Sports Radio 937 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.